This program is sponsored by the partners and friends of True Agape Christian Church. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. Do you know that Roman 10 and 14 ends by saying these words, how shall they hear without a preacher? Well, get ready to hear and receive a faith-filled preacher, Pastor Clifford Kraft, who is about to deliver you a word straight from God. Now, here is today's message. The Bible tells us that there's a a heavenly realm. And in, in that realm, according to the Bible, it's not only where the things that God had promised us are located. What I'm finding in the Bible is that that's the place really where the saints reside now. I'm seeing that in the Bible. You know, because we've been preaching for years, amen, you, you, you know, you got to go up in that realm and take it and bring it down and pull it down and all that, amen, I'm just pulling on stuff and pulling on that, and ain't nothing coming down. Come on with it, baby. You know, amen, if it's up there, if it had been up there, I'd have been okay, dad, boy, because I'm pulling, I'm pulling, man, I'm pulling, we, we came along with that crowd. I think, am, am I right? In, 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 in the 90s, what people are saying, pull it in, bring it in and stuff, and everybody trying to bring it in, amen, but you don't get nothing. And I say to myself, something wrong with all that right there, because I think that's a lot of wishful thinking. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I would to God that it worked, because if it did, man, I'd be, I really would, amen, if that was the case, amen. But but, but 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 there's no scripture for none of that. There's no scripture for that. We we just do it out of zeal, trying to find that place in God and that place in faith where we make things happen. We see Jesus telling us to speak to a mountain, speak to a tree, and He said those things shall obey us. And you know we speaking and we're saying and. Ain't nothing happening. There's something wrong with this God. We know you didn't lie. Something is wrong with this God. I did just a little bit more digging. And it's because not that God lied when he said that those things are there in that heavenly realm. Amen. In that realm is where the saint is too. It's what I'm finding in the Bible. Did you know that? That's the realm where we preside. Otherwise, the things that Jesus said in the 15th chapter of John, I mean, how would we know how to do that? He said, abide in me, and I will abide in you. How will I know when I'm not abiding in him? Come on. Because he makes a promise in that seventh verse in the 15th chapter. He said, if you would do that, and ask whatever you will. He said, be done. I give it to you. I give it to you. And he said, God, is it as simple as that? He says, as simple as that. Do you believe me? And I say, yes, I believe that. Well, show me, God, how how do I do this? How do I do this? Because I want to. I want to be in that place of authority. I want to be in that place of rulership. Amen. I want to be in that position, God. Amen. 
Well, I just make demands on things. Hallelujah. And just make those things happen. Amen. The Bible tells us, amen, because we're seeds of Abraham, we're supposed to identify with that. The Bible calls us sons of Abraham. We're supposed to identify with that. What do I see about Abraham? The Bible said that Abraham then would be an imitator of Christ, an imitator of God. Romans chapter 4, amen, verses 17 through 21, amen, where Abraham would learn how to do what God does, calling those things that be not as though they come on. Glory be to God. God speaks to those things, and those things exist because he speaks to those things. Hallelujah. We are heirs of God. Are you you kidding me, man? Joint heirs with Jesus Christ? I'm an heir with Christ? Lord, they say, you are. Well, God, doesn't that mean then if I'm an heir with Christ, am I to do the things that he did? He said, do you see that in the Bible? I said, I see it. He said, well, then do it. Are you listening to me today? Yeah. Or maybe you don't talk to God like that, but I do. I like, God, you told me, you told me, amen, that I'm to do the very works that Christ did. You said that. Can't you hear the Holy Spirit saying, I did? I told you that. Now go do it. Go do what I told you to do. You see, that's what makes a church different. We hear these things, and we leave out the door, and we just kind of forget that we heard it until we hear another sermon or somebody else is preaching. We enjoy that. And we move on until we hear another one. Never, ever stepping out to do the things that were said to us to do. If we are to do the things of Christ today, then you know what we would do. We would pray and everybody would hit the street. I bet you we wouldn't even walk a mile before we found somebody to help. Amen. Am I right about it? Yes. People, do you know if we're not doing those kind of things, we're basically just going through the motion? Ain't nothing wrong with coming to the house celebrating, but there must be something to celebrate. Yeah. There has to be something to celebrate. The Bible talk about when the disciples will come back together again, amen, they will be rejoicing and rejoicing and having a ball. Why? Because they went out and done what he told them to do. And they, and they would even, during the time Jesus was on earth, they would bring their reports back. Lord, we cast out devils in your name, Lord. We healed the sick in your name, Lord. We did all of these wonderful things that you told us to do in your name. and. Jesus told them, don't rejoice because you cast out devils. He said, but rejoice because your name is written in the book of life. 
In other words, what he was saying, it was no big deal for you to cast out a devil. Rejoice that your name is written in the book. Say amen, somebody. Amen. Ephesians chapter 2. All that I'm going to ask you to do today, you don't have to stare at me in amazement about some things that I say. I want these things to go into your heart and resonate inside your heart. You can hear me all day in your head. It's only going to make you sleepy. Amen. Let it resonate in your heart. If these words are going to your heart, you couldn't get sleepy. No. No. You have heard in your head for years. It's time for you to hear in your spirit. That's your heart. Your spirit. It's been changed. You're not the same person no more. You've been bought with a price. Come on. You're a new creation. Hallelujah. You should want that gold mine. Amen. That treasure chest that was literally given to us. Do you all recall in, uh, in the book of Proverbs chapter 8? where the Lord shows us something so precious, and then you get over here in the New Testament, and the Scripture shows us that 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 we saw in Proverbs chapter 8 was actually given to us, and that we already possess it. It's amazing. It's amazing. When you just don't look at the Bible, and you just don't read the Bible, but you read the Bible. <laughs> Hallelujah. You know, when you read it, you say, oh God, is this... Oh, God, is this what I'm looking at here? Is this real, God? Hallelujah. I got to have it. I got to have it. Let me show you something right quick. It's not, it's not a part of what I'm going to talk about today, but I heard it while I was talking. Look at Romans chapter 8 and keep Ephesians chapter 2. Proverbs chapter 8. Thank you, brother. Proverbs 8. Hmm? I'm sorry. That probably something good in Romans 8, too. It is, ain't it? <laughs> Proverbs chapter 8. And, and we're going to flow there in Ephesians chapter 2. But I want you to see something now. Now, this was only a promise to them when they were back there, right? Amen. It became reality to us. Watch this here. Watch this here. I'm going to start at verse 12. 
in Proverbs chapter 8. Should have started verse 8. Let's see. Hmm. Yeah, verse 8. Ah. What about verse 7? <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. Y'all ready? We'll go to verse 7, right? It's talking about wisdom. It says, for my mouth will speak truth. Wickedness is an abomination to my lips. All the worries of my mouth are with righteousness. Nothing crooked or perverse is in them. They are all plain to him who understands and right to those who find knowledge. Receive my instruction and not silver, and knowledge rather than choice gold. For wisdom is better than rubies. And all the things one may desire cannot compare with her. I, wisdom, dwell with prudence and find out knowledge and discretion. Verse 13. The fear of the Lord is to hate evil, pride, and arrogance, and the evil way, and the perverse mouth I hate. Counsel is mine and sound wisdom. I am understanding. I have strength by mean king's reign. Did you hear that? And rulers decree justice. By me, wisdom, princes, rule, and nobles, and all the judges of the earth. I love those who love me, love wisdom, and those who seek me diligently will find me. When they do, verse 18, riches and honor are with me, enduring riches and righteousness. My fruit is better than gold, yes, than fine gold, and my revenue than choice silver. I traverse the way of righteousness in the midst of the paths of justice. Why, Lord? Verse 21 that I may cause those who love me to inherit wealth, that I may feel their treasure. Now go to Ephesians. And you, and you he made alive, who were dead in trespasses and sins in which you once walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit who now works in the sons of disobedience, among whom also we all once conducted ourselves in the lust of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature children of wrath just as the others. But God who is rich in mercy because of his great love with which he loved us even when we were dead in trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved and raised us up together and made us sit 
together in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. I'm reading a couple more verses. I want to deal with verse 6, though. And verse 7, he says that in the ages to come, he might show the exceeding riches of his grace in his kindness toward us in Christ Jesus. For by grace you have been saved through faith, and that is not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest anyone should boast. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Go back to verse 6, if you will. 5 and 6. There's something there. It says, even when we were dead in trespasses, made us alive together with Christ, by grace you have been saved, and raised us up together, and made us sit together in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. The heavenly places is the realm where we actually reside. I want you to know that I didn't see that until last night. Because I said we've been trying to bring something down, and it's the place where we actually dwell in that realm. It is our dwelling places. Now look there at 5 and 6. Notice they said that we are sitting together with, with Christ. And there are three togethers in verses 5 and 6. And this is our union with Christ. Number one. In his resurrection. This is our union, our togetherness with Christ, our being made one, partaking of him. It is in his resurrection. Number two, in his ascension, ascension, the fact that he went up and is now seated. When he levitated from the ground and went up in the, in the clouds. Number three, in his present rule at God's right hand. And it is from this place of partaking or partnering he grants or entitles that we share in the presence in the present work of his kingdom power now this is powerful if you get it amen when when Christ went up he levitated, went up before his disciples to sit in that position in heaven and which one of his roles is that he's a mediator. 
between the lost and God, and he's the intercessor for the children of God. The Bible says he's our exceeding high shepherd. He's also a shepherd for us. In that place, he's our attorney. Bible called him a counselor. In that position. Now here's this. The scripture shows us in Ephesians, you are actually there with him. I know it's going to be hard for you. Why? Because we've learned that we are here on earth uh, having to get God's attention through prayer. Having to earn the right to talk about whatever I need to talk about or to get whatever I need from God. When it's actually not true. I know you're going to look at me like that. What the Bible teaches is something so much more greater than that. And because every child of God has to also elevate too in order to be able not just to hear these words, but that they become so real to the one who's listening to it. If you don't believe what we just read now, Christ expected the body of Christ at some point to totally identify with the person of Christ. At some point. All right. Go to Colossians chapter 3, if you will. I'm sorry, chapter 1, if you will. Colossians chapter 1. Go there. Now, as we read, please, please, just, just, just hear the words that we're reading. And when you're alone with God, you read these again and ask in the Holy Spirit to give you spiritual understanding of what you're actually reading. You know, whereas you, you're reading it and then you go, oh, my God. Oh, my God, did that say that? It did. It said that. Watch this here. In Colossians chapter 1, I start at verse 9 and read to verse 14. Listen to these words, please. He says, For this reason, we also, since the day we heard of it, do not cease to pray for you and to ask that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. There has to be a reason why we need to pray that way. Look at verse 10. That you may walk worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing him, being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. That's why you pray that way. All right? It says, strengthen with all might according to his glorious power for all patience and long suffering. Do you know that you could never acquire those things without the help of the Holy Spirit through prayer? Do you know they just won't come to you just because you're born again? Just because you're a child of good? But 
These are things, amen, that we are to do because God left us here in this natural realm to live spiritually in a natural realm. And you're like, God, this is not fair because there you are in your spiritual realm asking me to do the works that you do in a natural realm, God. How can I do? God expect for us, amen, to actually tap into every resource that he has left here on earth in order for us to obtain those things, actually, and walk in every degree of the things, amen, that he has left the body of Christ. Yeah. This is the place where I start begging because the truth is, don't never get satisfied. You know, with hallelujah, praise the Lord, glory be God. All of that is wonderful. Amen. God expects us to become. I'm going to verse 12. Verse 12. You ready? He says, giving thanks to the Father who has qualified us. You see, you already been qualified qualified us to be partakers. When you are partaking with somebody, what are you doing? Sharing. Sharing. Is that right? Uh, here we go. Qualified us to be partakers or to share of the inheritance of the saints in the light. And that's where they're found. That new creation who's now been born of God's spirit is to live from his or her spirit. Verse 13. He has delivered us from the power of darkness. Now notice this before I say any more. In our own Christian houses, we walk around demanding Satan to get up and leave and go and leave my house come out of my child, leave, and all of that. Amen. I believe you should until you find out. You ready for this? Until you find out. Watch this here. The Bible says in Colossians 1.13 that we've been delivered from the power of darkness. Have you ever noticed that? If I'm delivered from the power of darkness, how is it then that the power of darkness can possess me in any kind of way? How can it? If I'm delivered from it, how it, can it have any effect in my life? Only with my permission. Because according to God, amen, he has delivered me from that. Do you see that? Now, notice our new position. You ready? We've been delivered from the power of darkness. We've been translated or conveyed into the kingdom of God's dear son. Think about that. Where's God's dear son? Where's he at? Doing what? 
Reigning. Say reigning. Ruling. Reigning. Is that right? Hold that. Hold that thought and go to Romans chapter 5 and read verse 17. Would to God that somebody had the Amplified Bible. The Amplified Bible. Amen. If you have it. That's okay then. We'll read what's there. You got it? All right, I'm going to read it from the King James or the New King James. Christ, in his position where he is, has total, complete authority, total, complete rule where he's at now. Watch this here. Five. And verse 17, for if by the one man's offense, Adam's offense, death reigned through the one, much more those who received uh, uh, abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness will reign in life through the one Jesus Christ. Give it to me in the Amplified Bible. Jesus Christ has given the believer this awesome privilege and this awesome position to reign with him. Did you read that? Yes. In this present life, reigning with Christ, you've actually been ordained by the Lord, infused by the Holy Spirit to rule and to reign in your situation. But until your mind is renewed to see that, the very next opportunity that you get to rule in that situation or to reign in that situation, you're probably going to treat it the way that you've been treated. You're probably going to be, try to be smart and outthink the person that you're talking to you're going to use natural means in order to win. When you use spiritual means in order to win, it's a whole different thing. That's the reason I said earlier is that there's sometimes you just have to take what you want. <clears throat> See, the Bible said the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof and they that dwell therein. Watch this here. You're not Stealing it, you're taking it. That's it. That's the difference. You're taking it. Amen. And I'm, I'm not talking about violating any of the laws in the land. You'll go to jail doing that. No. I'm talking about taking it in the realm of the spirit. You take it, amen, so that now you possess it. Mm-hmm. And there are a lot of scriptures, amen, mean a whole lot to me, but I can tell what I read them. I look at people, I say, they don't, they don't, they don't hear that. They don't hear that. So I guess, you know, you had to get there. But uh tell you what you do, amen. This is true. Uh, consider, consider Colossians. Uh, since we're there in Colossians, let's just take advantage of Colossians. Amen. 
All right. So we've been conveyed into the, uh, the kingdom of God's dear son, son of his love. And then verse 14 says, in whom, in, in that son, all right, we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins. That says that he is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. For by him, all things were created and are in heaven, uh, that are in heaven, rather, and that are on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions, watch this, or principalities or powers. Is that right? All things were created through him and for him, and he is above all things, and in him all things consist, and he is the head of the body. You see that? Whatever it says about Jesus saying about you then, do you see that now? Whatever we're reading about Christ then, we're reading about the church. But do y'all see that and y'all stop reading the Bible? It said the body, the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he might have the preeminence. Verse 19, for it pleased the Father that in him all the fullness should dwell, and by him to reconcile all things to himself. By him, whether things on earth or things in heaven, or things uh, uh, having heaven, rather, having made peace through the blood of his cross. Verse 21. And you, who once were separated, alienated, and enemies in your mind by wicked works, yet now he has reconciled in the body of his flesh through death to present you holy and blameless and above reproach in his sight. If indeed you continue in the faith grounded and steadfast and are not moved away from the hope of the gospel, which you heard, which was preached to every creature under heaven, of which I, Paul, became a minister. Now, look, if you will, at chapter 2. For I want you to know what a great conflict I have for you and those of Laodicea and for as many as have not seen my face in the flesh, that their hearts may be encouraged, being knit together in love and attaining to all riches of the full assurance of understanding to the knowledge of the mystery of God, both of the Father and of Christ in whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. Now this I say, lest anyone should deceive you with persuasive words, for though I am absent in the flesh, yet I am with you in spirit, rejoicing to see your good order and the steadfastness of your faith in Christ. Verse 6, as you therefore have received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in him. As you have received of the Lord Jesus Christ, so walk in him. Rooted and built up in him, 
and established in the faith as you have been taught, abounding in it with thanksgiving. Keep reading. He said, beware lest anyone cheats you through philosophy and empty deceit according to the tradition of men, according to the basic principle of the world, and not according to Christ. For in Christ dwells all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. Here we go. And you are complete in him who is the head of all principalities and power. Now, we are supposed to be in this world, but not of it. Walking in a supernatural position in Christ. Walking in this earth as supernatural beings. The only thing that's natural about us is our body. Our body. And that body, according to 1 Corinthians chapter 15, amen, it also is going to be changed to be like Jesus Christ. Amen. But for the time being, until Christ comes and get the church out of here, amen, we are like him in spirit. Now, the reason why we're not like him in mind is that our mind must be what? Renew to think just like him. Right? Uh, Romans 8, 29, saying we're being conformed to the very image of Christ, the very image of who he is. How about that? There's coming a time, I want to be a part of it, I really do, but there's coming a time where you're going to hear on news and a lot of other places, there's this man around here walking around acting like he's Jesus. There's this woman around here acting like she's Jesus. Amen. Because at some point, people are going to begin to take it very serious what the scripture teach and the revelation that the Holy Spirit has given to the church now about who we are. We're not somebody that God left here on earth, amen, to suffer. Amen. No. Uh, when the word suffer is used, people take that out of context. Amen. Everywhere the Bible talks about suffering in the New Testament, it's talking about those who are persecuted for Christ. Amen. Otherwise, they didn't know anything about that. In, the, in, the, in, in, in Hebrews chapter 11, uh, all that it reads, about all that they've done, they didn't know 10% of what you know or of what you have access to. But look at their accomplishments and look at what they accomplished with what they knew. Amen. So somewhere along the line, the church got sidetracked. Go to Hebrews chapter 11. Somewhere along the line, the church
Hebrews chapter 11. And verse 17. By faith, Abraham, when he was tested, offered up Isaac, and he who had received the promises offered up his only begotten son, of whom it was said, in Isaac, your seed shall be called. Concluding that God was able to raise him up even from the dead, from which he also received him in a, in a figurative sense. By faith, Isaac blessed Jacob and Esau concerning things to come. By faith, Jacob, when he was dying, blessed each of the sons of Joseph and worshiping, leaning on the top of his staff. By faith, Joseph, when he was dying, made mention of the departure of the children of Israel and gave instruction concerning his bones. By faith, Moses, when he was born, was hidden three months by his parents because they saw he was a beautiful child and they were not afraid of the king's command. By faith, Moses, when he became of age, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the passing pleasures of sin, esteeming the reproach of Christ greater riches than the treasures in Egypt, for he looked to the reward. Verse 27, by faith he forsook Egypt, not fearing the, the wrath of the king, for he endured as seeing him who is invisible. By faith, he kept the Passover and the sprinkling of blood, lest he should destroy, lest he rather who destroyed the firstborn should touch them. 29. By faith, they passed through the Red Sea as by dry land, whereas the Egyptians attempting to do so were drowned. By faith, the walls of Jericho fell down after they were encircled for seven days. By faith, the, the harlot Rahab did not perish with those who did not believe when she had received the spies with peace. And what more shall we say, or shall I say? For the time would fail me to tell of Gideon and Barak and Samson, and Jephthah, also of David, and Samuel, and the prophets, who through faith subdued kingdoms. Listen now. Through faith subdued kingdoms, worked righteousness, obtained promises, stopped the mouths of lions, quenched the violence of fire, escaped the edge of the sword, out of weakness, were made strong, became valiant in battle, turned to flight the armies of the aliens. Women received their dead raised to life again. Others were tortured, not accepting deliverance. Have you ever read that? They couldn't touch them unless they allowed it. 
unless they permitted it. You reading it? What do you see prior to that verse right there? None of them died. None of them. They walked in a supernatural, escaping the sword, shutting the mouths of the lions, having their dead raised back up. They did awesome things, except those who chose to die for a better kingdom. Think about it. That's the faith that they walked in. And that's why I say that we just kind of let life beat us up. And we do without the very things that we need, yet God said, I supply all of that. You, you think about that just for a moment. I'm, I'm quitting. For me to go without what I need, And God say, I supply all that you need. You already know something wrong. You already know, don't you? Don't you? Okay, I got a few in here. If God promised it to me, I'm going to take care of all of your need according to my riches and glory. Watch this here. And I, and I have needs then I know nobody had to tell me, God, something is wrong here. Yeah. Do I see, do I think that God is holding something back from me because of the way that I'm living? No, I don't think that. All of my sins have been forgiven. Yeah. All of them. Yeah. So I'm not thinking like that. Apparently it's something that I don't know. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Is something that I don't know, something that I'm missing, that I'm not operating in. That got to be the answer. God has given us the way. Hallelujah. When you make up in your mind that I'm going to live this better life, and I'm not living anything less than that, I'm not going to do it, amen, I'm living this greater life, and that's, and that's it. Amen. We sing those beautiful songs, take the limits off. <laughs> Increase me, God. Take the limits off. Amen. It just remain a song until you decide to live that way. It's nothing but a song until you decide to live that way. Amen. You, well, you can say, amen, in my life there's absolutely no limitation. I don't have limitations in my life. Hallelujah. If I do without anything, it's by my choice. Hallelujah. That's the way it ought to be. That's the way it is. 
You have to believe that you're going to increase. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You go to bed not wishing and hoping, but knowing. Amen. Because if my voice, amen, is like God's voice, amen, because I'm saying God's word, amen, then I mean, what's, what's the difference? There's no difference. Glory be to God. So I should be looking for what I say. Hallelujah. I should say it and then look for it. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Get up in the morning, amen, and say, hey, this is the day that the Lord hath made. I shall rejoice and be glad in it. Today I will be successful. Today, whatever I put my hands to, I shall prosper. Today, glory be to God, is my day. All good things are coming to me. Hallelujah. I mean, you got to do this stuff, and you have to be consistent about it. Hallelujah. Amen. It's work until it becomes fun. That's all I can tell you. It's work to a lot of people until it becomes fun. Hallelujah. Amen. I should have a good time taking back my stuff. Everything that the enemy has taken from me, I should just be having a ball taking it back, amen, bringing it into my house. Glory be to God. Yeah. Wow. Wow. You ought to say, you should say, y'all not just keep putting it off. Y'all to say, that tomorrow or next week, amen, I'm going after everything, amen, that I desire to have. I'm going after it. I will not allow the enemy to keep that. Hallelujah. Jesus died for me to live that way. He died for me to have it. I'm going after it. I'm not sitting around like a, a frog on a log. No, no. Why sit you here and die? Amen. You got to be a go-getter. You got to be a go-getter. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. God has given you favor? Yes, sir. You got favor, man? Yes, sir. Yeah, just go get it. Everybody listen to me? Yes, sir. Yeah, just go get it. I tell you what, and I don't know who I'm talking to. But if you do the routine kind of stuff, you had to break that. Yeah. Somebody said, well, Pastor, I can't go. That's just my life. My life just kind of routine. You better find a break. <laughs> find a way to break that. Amen. Because look, look, if you basically go and ran around your little rim, you know, ran around your little rim, amen. How you gonna get what you're looking for? How you gonna have any more than what you have, amen? When you're in this little circle, you got to come outside the box. You got to break out the box. Get out of the box, glory be to God. Hallelujah, glory be to God. Find some new territory. Hallelujah. Find some new territory. Expand yourself. Expand yourself. Expand your business. 
Yeah. Glory be to God. We literally have to think that way. Amen. Or we won't be able to take it. Okay. Okay. I, I know you're in here now because I ain't talking to everybody, but I know who I'm talking to. Amen. You got to start communicating with people you have not been communicating with. Amen. You can't be prejudiced. You can't be biased. Amen. You, uh, you got to cut it out now. Cut it out. Amen. Amen. Come on. Amen. All Caucasian people, all white people, all Spanish people, all, all German people. Amen. Everybody ain't the same. Amen. Come on. All French people, not all Russian people ain't the same. Amen. Come on, somebody. You got to come outside that box. Glory be to God. You got to get out the box. And they say that black people don't go, do good in business. One of the reasons why is because we don't believe in expanding. We count ourselves out before we even try. Amen. Ain't no sense of me going up there because they ain't going to buy nothing from me. You don't know because you ain't up there. Why don't you go out there and see where they buy something? Amen. And when you get up there, act like you're a child of God. Don't be acting all inferior and stuff. That turns some people off. They're not saved, but it, gets, it just turn them off that you're acting inferior. Amen. Act like you're somebody. Amen. Talk like you're somebody. Come on, somebody. Confidence. Yes, sir. Don't be stereotyped. And don't let nobody put you in a box like that. Uh-oh. 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 I see here. Amen. It's time. It's time that the church expand. That's what's going on. Amen. It's time for you to expand. It's time for you to expand. It's time for you to expand. Glory be to God. Amen. Get out of that bubble. Get out of that bubble. I'm just saying, man. Are you hearing me? Yeah. It's time to start doing stuff that I ain't never done. You know what I mean? Stuff that I ain't never done. Start, you know, come on, somebody. Amen. Don't be looking at me like that. Ain't talking about sinning. Amen. No, no, no. I'm talking about doing stuff, amen, I ain't never done. Amen. It's time for a new adventure. Glory be to God. Seeing stuff I ain't seen before. Going places I ain't gone before. It's time to do something. Get out the box. Get on out the box. Some people just pattern their whole life in a box. Get out the box. Get the dictionary out and learn some new words or something. <laughs> I'm just saying, we keep ourselves small, keep ourselves little. Amen. Y'all hear me? I love you. 
I love you. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Amen. I got on the social media stuff, amen. I started ordering stuff, amen. I said, I, said, I ain't never take, I'm going to eat me some of that right there, amen. <laughs> ordering, you know, uh, this fine uh, preserves and stuff like that right there, amen. Uh, 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 amen, that exquisite taste and, you know, yeah, boy, yeah, boy. Hey, we shouldn't keep ourselves in a box. Yeah. Oh, Gwen. Oh, oh, babe. I feel it. I feel it, babe. Hallelujah. Oh, yeah. We're about to, we're about to bitch out now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 boy. Yeah, boy. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Going to restaurants I ain't never been. I'll I'm eat some of that right there. Yes, sir. Glory be to God. Amen. Yes, sir. Mm, 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 mm. Yeah. Come, what you say? What you say? Amen. Let folks ask you where you get that from, girl. Where you get that from? Glory be to God. Come on, people. Come on out the box. Get out the box. Be different. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. I'm done, my for real. Y'all, y'all, think y'all better get up, cause something moving down. Yeah. down. Hey, man, you see now? Y'all better, y'all better get on up now, cause it'll start moving now. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. That's okay. That's okay. That's okay. Yada kose, mayara kose, handara basata yara kose. I'm going to tell you something that I used to say in, in, in this church. And probably back then, Everton, you, some of y'all have heard me say this many times. I didn't care nothing about them ugly faces that were looking at me all sideways and stuff. I didn't take back what I said either. Amen. I said a, a lot of single women are not married because, you know, they're trying to stay, but they call in their own race. And marry and marry a a, a, a a black man. Well, boo, ain't, ain't no black man to be found. You better get yourself a a, a brown man. You, you mean, come on, you better get yourself a red man. Come on, yellow man. I don't mean to harm, but if you're not prejudiced, see if you're not prejudiced, and you kind of open, you know, you kind of open to live. You just want to live. You don't fall in love with color. You fall in love with the person. Now, if the person just happens to be black, so be it. Amen. But you don't, but you don't limit yourself, amen, by saying, well, I don't fool with nobody but just black. You're prejudice. You're prejudice, amen. Open your heart. Open your mind. I mean, I mean, open up. Open up. See, wait, see, where you looking at me? Bokeh, 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 bokeh. I'm going to be honest with you. See, I've always thought this way, amen, but a lot of people don't. And I don't want to mess with nobody, amen, to think the way they think, amen. But I just think it's a shame, amen, that so many women walk around wishing, Lord, send me a hug. Lord, say you were talking to them earlier. 
You see? But you see, because you, you, you didn't want him, because you didn't even want to get him in a conversation. Because he was not the color that you had in mind. You, you know, you limit yourself in life like that. Amen. How do you know that you won't be so happy until it won't even make no sense? And you say, Jesus Christ, I've been limiting myself like this. I know I am. I'm not crazy. And I don't care if you get mad with me. I think it's wrong, amen, to, to you just limit yourself in so many different areas. Can I tell you, amen? If, if it's something that you want to wear, if it ain't the trend, you don't wear it. I said, I said, that's crazy. That's so crazy. And a lot of people live like that. They live so, so in a box. In a box, man. Time to get up out of that box. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Enjoy life. Glory be to God. I'm talking about enjoy yourself. Glory be to God. Amen, somebody. Mm. Mm. I'm sorry. Some people just so stale. They so they so mm. they don't get no air. They just just just, just stale. Amen. Amen. In that box. In that box. Get out of that box. Get out of that box. God ain't called you to be in the box. Get out of the box. Okay. All right. All right. Glory be to God. Amen. Put your hands on yourself and say, it's time for me to live. Say so. Say for real. For real. Yeah, 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 yeah. Glory be to God. Amen. Say, Father God. I'm going to let you live. In me, in me and through me, and through me. Daily. daily in Jesus name, in Jesus name. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. put your hands on your head as a head, head. I, need I need you to expand I need you to get broader in Jesus name, in Jesus name. Amen. amen glory be to God Glory be to God. Hallelujah. I don't know why I feel this. Y'all better get up because I feel it. Amen. Come on. Just come on, get up because I feel it. Amen. Amen. Oh, ba ba ba. Yarokose de arokose. Ha yakon de arabasata. You all not to wear somebody else's hairstyle. You, you ought to wear, you ought to wear the, the hairstyle that you want to wear. You ought not let nobody tell you what to wear, what not to wear. Come on here. Come on here, somebody. Amen. That's right. It's time to break out that box. Hallelujah. People will limit you. If you let them, they will limit you. They will. Because they just live so confined. Hallelujah. We mind if all of us get on the airplane, amen, and go somewhere we ain't never been for. Yeah. I would, I would to God, amen. Shanda Konde out of us, Shata. How y'all Konde out of us? Hallelujah, glory be to God. Amen, boy. Amen, amen, amen. Get on a boat and go somewhere, amen. Come back with another language. 
<laughs> Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. DJ, we got the plan, amen, the, for, for the church, amen. We need to go somewhere. We ain't been nowhere. Amen. I ain't lying. We need to get on the boat or get on the airplane, amen, and go somewhere and enjoy life and eat food we never ate, amen, and see stuff we never seen and do things we never seen. We need to live. Baby, you don't get but one shot of this. And God has put all this beauty on earth, amen, and we act like it's not even here. God Almighty. Look at somebody say, time to live. Time to live. It is time to live. Hallelujah. Who we? Who we? Lift your hands if you will. God Almighty. Father, we thank you today. We give you praise, oh God, for our new ideas. We thank you, Lord God. Thank you. We're celebrating, oh God. Amen. Our new way of being. We thank you for it, Lord. In the name of Jesus, you told us to walk in newness of life. We're supposed to be walking in newness of life. I give you praise, oh God, that our spirits are expanded. Our minds are expanded, oh God. Hallelujah. And our bodies shall cover territory, Lord God, we never seen. In the name of Jesus, I thank you for it. I thank you for it. In the name of Jesus, give us dreams and visions, oh God, for a brand new day, doing brand new things in the name of Jesus. Cause us to meet brand new people, people we never met before. Let us be friendly, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Let us be like Christ, in Jesus' name. I thank you for it, in Jesus' name, amen. Regina Thornton called. She wants you to church. We're praying for her. Uh, Sister Gwen just said that Regina Thornton called and said that uh, she wants the, the church to be praying for her. Is it? Is there something wrong? Okay. Well, all right. Then we just pray. Hallelujah. We just pray. Hi, God. Mashanda Kushi. Hesekonde. Endi Arabashata. Ayokonde. Hesekonde Arabashata. Lord, we hold up our sister Regina Thornton in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord God, for her divine restoration, her divine healing, oh God, in the name of Jesus. We come against this, oh, 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 oh. we come against the power of Satan that has attacked her body in the name of Jesus. We bind that spirit in the name of Jesus. That spirit that has attacked her mind. We come against it in the name of Jesus. And we thank you, Lord God, for her total restoration, complete restoration from her head to her toe. 
in the name of Jesus. Thank you for it, Lord. We give you praise for this. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for tuning in. We know that for those who receive, your lives have been radically transformed by the power of the Word of God. Today is the day of your salvation. Are you ready to grow in your walk with the Lord? We are located at 3701 Atlanta Highway, Suite 16 in Athens, Georgia. We know that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. So to hear today's message again, visit our website at trueagapechristianchurch.org. Thank you and God bless you.